Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. song of all happy halloween everybody ben and woods on 97.3 the fan black sabbath with black sabbath is how you open halloween every single time doesn't get any creepier than that welcome in ben and woods 97.3 the fan great to be here uh with you on this last day of october which of course means again it's halloween so happy halloween everybody uh great to be here with you guys i am uh i'm woodsy now we're not on camera yet we got a few Minute. So if you're watching on the YouTube feed, uh, you can't quite yet see what we're wearing. Yeah, you can. Oh, can you? Because I've got the other thing up on mine. Oh, there you go. I don't know why mine's so You're bad. on a delay. I'm lagging, like a 40-second delay. But we are on screen now, so I am, uh, as you can see, <laughs> dressed as uh, Tiger Woods. Got a tiger costume on, <laughs> and I've got the, the little kitten whiskers painted and the whole thing, and uh, it feels good. Feels good. Walked right into uh, the room this morning, or right into the, the building, ran right into our engineer. He's a very serious guy, Mike. He's looked at me, and I go, I have a costume. Yeah, he goes, I know. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't choose it. My wife chose this for me. And he goes, it's great. And I said, I actually have a better chance of having intercourse wearing this than wearing my normal clothes. So I just kind of let her do what she wants to do. But uh, I am Woodsy. I am dressed as a cat. Um, what do my pants look like? My pants are just gold. I'm not a cat. Gold Viore pants. They're very comfortable, but they're, you know, they, they match-ish. Uh, to, <laughs> my, good. to my right, the great Paul Rindle. Our executive producer and dressed as Cocaine Bear. Paulie which is wins just the costume contest this morning. <laughs> it, Very it, good, Paulie. It's not even close. <laughs> it is not even close. It's, I, 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 I and the engineers, though, are both, we both have to be worried about that flower. Uh, I mean, that cocaine that you have just all over you. Lines of L- just flour. All in the board and stuff. So you could be getting your ass chewed later. I do think it's worth it because you, well you look good. And, and people don't, people haven't really caught on to what, 
what our beloved Ben is dressed as this morning. I don't know why it popped into my head uh, a couple of days ago. But I'm just I, here to interview Aaron Rodgers on a yes, Tuesday. Yes, so I called. It's Tuesday, Aaron Rodgers Day. Stroke I, him a check, get him on the show, you know. I, I called Polly and I go, what do you think about, because, you know, when it's Benny, he lets us do what we want. So I could have brought in like a French maid costume. I could have really <laughs> slutted you up if I wanted to, and I didn't. I thought, how about Ben being the ho- like the host of the show, the driver of the show? Ben is Pat McAfee. And I go, yes, that's what I want. I want Ben to be Pat McAfee. <laughs> and he yesterday said, so I don't know, like, what am I going to be? What am I going to be? And I said, look, out of all of the things we've put you through, low these last five years, this is going to be the easiest one for you. Oh, yeah. And he's feeling it a little bit because he gets to show off his new arms. Well, his... I'm Pat McAfee with the biggest golf tan in history here. <laughs> it, it, which makes it better. Yeah, after my, my golf trip. So. Somebody says Par McAfee. Par I McAfee. think that's pretty like good. That. Par, Par McAfee. McAfee. Pat yeah. McAfee with a golf tan. Yeah, it looks, it looks phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know. I think even if I had the world's best, biggest, most finely toned arms... I don't know that I could wear a tank top around. And he wears one every single show. Every morning. Every morning. I've never worn a tank top in my life until and, this moment. And this even, the first that, time. even that is like still not really a tank no. top. Because he wears the scoop neck. Yeah, this is more just a sleeveless, a sleeveless shirt. Uh, yeah. shirt. But let me tell you guys. So I told this to Paulie just a couple days ago. I said, Ben is Pat McAfee. Paulie goes, yes. He goes, I will go after the show. And I will go to Walmart. And I will grab a... Black tank top. And I said, great. Let me know if you have any trouble. So Paulie goes to Walmart. I don't hear from him. I'm assuming the tank top is done. (laughs) I'm at Costco later in the day. And it pops into my head as I'm walking around the Costco clothes. I go, let me see if Paulie found one. So I call Paulie. He goes, dude. I go, oh, no, you didn't find one. He goes, it's not from lack of looking. He goes, I went to Walmart. Didn't have anything. Went to Target. They didn't have anything. I go, hang on. I'm at Costco. They've got everything. Let me walk around and find one. Walked around, walked around and around and around. Nothing. And so I started thinking, where does this dude get his tank tops from? Everyone's going as Pat McAfee for uh, Halloween. Apparently. Yeah. Must be sold out. He must like they have like the the tight undershirts. Yeah, like well, I hate the you know, the, the old yeah. term was wife beater, which is we gotta move beyond I think wife they call beater. A shirts. A shirts on like the packs. Yeah, of... you can't you can't you can't call them wife beaters anymore. <laughs> you just can't. When you say wife beater, I know exactly what you mean, but we that's something we got to get rid of. In Let's conte- move past that. Move past it in contemporary nomenclature, okay? Uh, yeah, the, the tight tank top, I know exactly what you mean. But that we didn't want him in one of those because McAfee's are very loose. They're loose. They kind of hang. I don't know. what This guy must get them in bulk from somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, only got one. One. He just rips it <laughs> just, every day. Yeah. Just recycles it. So we thought maybe, you know, maybe we could find one at like a surf shop, but then that's going to have, you know, Logo and yeah. everything all over it. So anyway, man, um, we found that. Polly uh, cut the sleeves. It looks good. I asked. I said, should we scoop the neck? Polly goes, I'm afraid to cut it. I don't it want it to look ratty. May, yeah, you just... don't want it to look ratty. So I think it looks good there. So Ben is uh, Pat McAfee. I am uh, Tiger Woods. This is weird seeing myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he pulled it down. It's pretty good because you have a hairy chest. Yeah. <laughs> look at that on the thing. Oh yeah, 
That's really, really good. That is really, really good. So it's, uh, it's yeah, Jeter says he gets them tailor-made. I, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, he can afford it. Yeah, that's he for can. Sure. He's got a lot of dough, a lot of dough. So I've never actually listened to the Pat McAfee show. I, I will say... I love College Game Day. It's one of my favorite programs on TV. I think he's been a breath of fresh air. I really do because it's been the same dudes forever, and it's been the same show forever. Been the same show forever, and I think he has been. He brings a lot of energy to it. I really enjoy his stuff. I've never heard a show though. It's always on in the gym. So when I do my warm up, my just little jog, ten minute walk, I look up. There's the Pat McAfee show. He's in a black tank top and a gold chain. Pull your gold chain out so everyone can see it. <laughs> And he's talking, and he's very animated. And then there's A.J. Hawk sitting next to him, hair slicked back, doesn't say a word for 15 minutes every time. And I'm like, how does one get that gig? You <laughs> yeah. just sit. You smoke cigars. I've checked in on the show every once in a while. Never seen A.J. Hawk I've never talk. seen him say a word. So that's a, good, that's a good bit. That's a really good bit if you can get it. But it's great to be with you guys. We are feeling uh, a little festive in here this morning as it is Halloween. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what my kids look like. My <laughs> wife's doing the whole Costume this morning. Uh, Taylor's going as Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie. Really excited to see that one. Bo's going as Joe Burrow. So he's got the full. Um, so the, you're both Bengals. Yeah, we are both Bengals. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I've got a tail, too. Did you guys see my tail? Oh, nice. I didn't see the tail. See it? <laughs> yeah, shake that tail. Shake, it, shake, shake that tail, <laughs> Woods. Shake that tail, Tiger Woods. Yep. So that's what we're doing. And then we've got no, no BS. We've got a. Uh, Halloween party at Bo's school at one forty. Okay. Then we have a Halloween party at Taylor's school at four. Then we have a uh, family party in our neighborhood. Our um, sister-in-law and brother-in-law live in our neighborhood. They have a huge blowout every year. And then we go trick-or-treating. I'm staring down the barrel of like a good, solid, more like 14 hours of activities today. But I'm ready. I know the kids are... So excited. I mean, this is what you live for. This is what this is what you live for, man. Halloween is just the best. Do you give out the full size candy bars? So that's the other dilemma, yeah. and I have not talked to my wife about this yet. We are all going to a party in our neighborhood. Our neighborhood is like Disneyland. Right. It's so great for Halloween. They really do it right. Cul-de-sacs, no busy streets. Cul-de-sac. It's we're in we're really safe. So yeah. we're we're in a cul-de-sac. I don't know what to do. I could, if I wanted to be the a-hole that I am. World Series is on, right? Oh, my God. I could technically say, I'll stay home and hand out candy. You guys go trick-or-treating. But after walking around our neighborhood last year, I kind of want to be there. A lot of attractive uh, mothers out in the neighborhood, so I kind of want to walk around and stand. I Actually, I just want to be there to protect my kids. The sexy costume phenomenon is in effect. Really? I mean, I've been to, like, nightclubs and stuff. Not even close. It's not even close. Our neighborhood is next level on Halloween. So I, I'm happy. But somebody, who's going to stay home and hand out candy? You can always would, just would take a bowl, bucket, leave the take bowl. one. So I think, Hannah says, is that so? Yes, it's so. I told you that last year. This place, our, our neighborhood is elite. So I, I don't know what to do if we're going to leave the, the table of candy, um, if we are going to... Just blacken out all the windows and keep it dark, which is creepy and kind of, you know, it's kind of, you know, you live in this neighborhood, you got to give candy out. Right. But I don't have a proxy to to hand out candy. So I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe just put out the, uh, maybe just put out the bowl and however long it lasts. Maybe just put out all the bags and just say, you know what? 
Help yourself. First come, first serve. Yeah. Take them all. Yeah. It's exactly right. So if you need a little pick me up for uh, this long day. Polly's got me. Yeah, Polly's got me. Yeah, if I needed to bake some biscuits, I'm in good shape <laughs> with, uh, with the uh, the flour bear over there. Uh, man, it's a, it is always a fun day. I used to hate it when I didn't have kids, and now I love it because my kids. I live it through. You them. hated Halloween. Yeah, like. Like in, co- like in college and stuff, everyone's like, oh, it's Halloween. I'm like, Ugh. like getting a costume and trying to be, you know, trying to like, trying to be festive. I was not a real festive guy. And then you uh, have kids. Costume parties and Halloween at San Diego State were I, very I, different. I, I bet they were cool. I always worked. I always bartended. Mm. Uh, and I'll never forget, I dressed as Elvis one year. Um, and it really, I rented it, the whole thing. And it was really, really good. But you have never experienced the chafing that I experienced that night that was raw. My, like, taint and my inner legs were raw because of the costume. <laughs> I It stuck with me forever. Like, if I had met a girl that night, I would have said, no, I cannot go home with you Costumes because I'm so chafed. So uncomfortable. They're so uncomfortable. This is the first comfy costume I've ever had on. This That's is actually, really clutch. This is actually better than what I normally wear. So I yeah, like this, this is, is like great. a Snuggie. I feel fantastic. It's, are you gonna, you're going to be a little warm, though, because yeah. it does heat up in here uh, after a while. But everyone looks great. an extra fan. We like to be uh, festive. Are we, will we be the only show on 97.3 that dresses up today? Hmm. Coach was going to dress up like Ken. God, that would actually be a really good costume for him because he's tall. He's still got good, good, good hair. He's got good, good lettuce, good man. Yeah. Get him a, he's going to go shirtless with a leather jacket. Leather I don't vest. know how old Coach is, but I hope my lettuce is as good as his when I'm that age. I really, he's got a really nice head of hair. What's Ello and and Scraby? I think Tony's on vacation. What are they going to dress up as? Hmm. They're not dressing up. By the, we're going to be the only ones. My guess would be we'll be the only ones. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm surprised I, down the hall, no one, no one this morning I see dressed up in our building yet. Chris is going to dress up like a radio guy. Yeah. 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 Well done, Michael Jordan. He's a big Michael Jordan fan. Probably a Bulls jersey. That's such a give up. It is. It really is. <laughs> I used to do that as a kid. Jerseys. Yeah. Who were you? Michael <sighs> Cooper. AC Green. I think I went as pa- generic Padre. Generic Padre many times. Yeah. times. Yes. Yeah. That's, just, that's going as a baseball player. Like, that's yeah. not... As long as you go full uniform. Yeah, full you, uniform, you though. You can yeah. get away with it. The uh, the costume is a bit stressful. It, it, it gets stressful when you're, like, in college, and then it gets a little stressful when you have kids, but your kids dictate what they want, you know, what they want to do. I always... I liked... I was dressed as Kiss. When I was a little kid, I loved Kiss, but you could go into the dime store... And buy a kiss costume that was like that, like real thin material, and mm-hmm. it tied in the back, so it would have like Paul Stanley. And then you just put the plastic mask on, yeah. and you were Kiss. And I did that probably three or four Halloweens in a row, uh, which was great. Then you get, you know, you want to be more creative. I remember my my parents dress. I mean, my dad like putting makeup on me and stuff when I was a kid. I really I liked Halloween, and then I got away from it, and then I had kids again, and now I just love it. I'm so happy for them. They're gonna like it's Christmas morning for them. This you know basically like getting up, getting this to go trick or treating. Christmas morning deal. is also Christmas morning for kids. But that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. This is like this is like another Christmas morning for them. They're very but, excited. For uh, sure. If you have costumes, you can tweet us at Ben. And oh Woods yeah, and tweet I love those seeing in. them. I saw some yesterday on Twitter. Was full of people's very clever. Creative costume ideas out there. A lot of Taylor Swift and Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey this year. Yeah. A lot of the the the. It always makes me laugh that somebody sat in their room and they went, 
I got it. Got it. I got. No one's going to do this. Nobody's. You know, I'm trying to think of like what are going to be the twenty, like Barbie and Ken. Yeah, Barbie and Ken. Huge. It's a great combo though because the female half can like dress up glamorously like Taylor. The guy just has to put on a Chiefs jersey, yeah. so you can convince yeah. him to do that pretty, Sim- pretty simple. easily. It's an expensive and, Halloween jersey. Yeah, that's Halloween true. Costume. Like, there's probably been a, an upsurge, and well, there was already an uptick in Travis Kelsey jersey sales. When he started going out, yeah. I imagine just for Halloween, there's been another uptick in yeah. Travis Kelsey jersey sales. Well, let's make good it... one would be uh, <laughs> dress like the girl on the plane. That mother is yeah. not real. I mean, you have to. You need certain assets to dress up. Yeah. like 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 her. She's very attractive. I could fix thick. her. I could fix her. I think if just given the time. Um, Mike, uh, let's keep it spooky today on Ben and Woods, or as my little angels would say at home, spooky. Spooky. Neither of them can say or don't say spooky. They say spooky, and I will not change it. Bo's going to be 14, like, ooh, it's spooky in here. (laughs) I think it's the cutest thing. I, Taylor, like I picked him up. Spooky and smoky. I picked him up, picked him up from school, and I had a little spider to scare him with. And he goes, "Ooh, Dad, that's smoky." <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm like, I'm never changing it. So let's keep it smoky in here on a uh, on a Tuesday. Got uh, the uh, road tripping theme for the Daily Ditty. I Probably should have gone is. scary this week. Well, I, think, I mean, but, but yeah, but by Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, over. Friday, it's over. Yeah, it but your road trip sense. is over. That's true too. <laughs> But we'll go on another one soon, I'm sure. Oh, yes, so, we will. Um, yeah, World Series Game 3 last night. Yeah. Lots to talk about in a low-scoring game. The Texas Rangers taking a 2-1 series lead. Had some breaking NBA news over the night. Uh, James Harden is a member of the Los Angeles Clippers this morning. Won't uh, probably over-discuss that, but wanted to make sure everyone knew that since they went to bed, there was a big NBA trade. Today's NFL trading deadline day today as well. I'm not sure there's going to be a ton of moves, although uh, I've heard some talk that the uh, the Raiders should make a move after last night's uh, Monday Night Football loss and start unloading a couple of players. So we'll get into all of that. It's Halloween. Let's have a good time. We are off and running here. It's Tuesday morning with Ben and Woods. We'll be right back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Give it to me right here. Little kid thought it was the uh, Midnight Owl. Really? The Midnight Owl is crying more, more, more. Not uh, Midnight Hour. It's the uh, great Billy Idol. I don't know that I've ever gone on a road trip without listening to Billy Idol's greatest hits. It's pretty good all the way through. (laughs) He's got some bangers on there. We'll say this. Saw Billy Idol a couple of weeks ago. A picture of him somewhere. Well, he's been on those uh, in, in one, insurance commercials or something. I've seen him. Is he something. on the rock star commercial? Like, you don't stay. He's, not, he's on a golf cart, like on a golf course commercial. Isn't that Billy Idol? I don't know. Right. Potentially. But I saw, yeah. I saw a picture of him recently. He was leaning down with somebody, like, doing a picture. And it made me sad because he's still uh, dressed like he was in 1983. So <laughs> I was wondering, like, the question if you if that is if that is your shtick in the eighties and that's how you got famous, you just you got like that's who you are. You got to go to the closet. You got to get the leather jacket. You got to put the hair up. The hair's a little wider I mean, now. Like, like maybe not to go to the grocery store, <laughs> but you go anywhere for an appearance. You're, yeah, you're you. Nobody wants to are. see like normal sixty five year old Billy Idol in like khakis and like a Izod polo. <laughs> And he's up singing his songs. You want when you go see Billy Idol, you want to see. Hey man, I paid for Billy Idol. You don't sound the same. You don't look the same. But I want to see the leather jacket. I want to see the right. you know absolutely the, the fist. It's it's, it's like if I went to see Flock of Seagulls and they you didn't want have the, hair. the hair. If the then, hair looked like mine, yeah. you'd be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I just I felt I, I I hoped for him that he does he wasn't like oh man goes to the closet gets out the gel. Puts the hair up, gets the jacket on. He's like, oh, my God. I got to go out and sing Moni Moni again tonight <laughs> for the billionth time. Eyes without a face. I mean, he's great. He's great. A hundred hits in the 80s. He was, he was like 
the coolest guy I'd ever seen to that point. You know, when he was all over MTV when Ben and I were really little. He was every it was every other video. It was a Billy Idol video. He was huge. But it made me sad to see old Billy Idol. And uh yeah, you just you gotta stick to the bit, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's a good road trip though. Great it comes road on, trip. you turn it up. It- Gets you another four or five miles down That's the road. That's exactly right. That's what man. road trip songs are. It's it's a song that will distract you for another four miles as you drive down the road. Yeah, to whatever your eventual destination. is. I mean, Paulie and I do the road trip to spring training and to uh, we usually ride together to spring training and, and fantasy camp. And yeah, if if Eyes Without a Face comes on, <laughs> cranked it up. You know, Moni Moni even crank it up. Dancing with myself. All that, man, that gets that gets turned up, and both of us singing, nodding our heads, and then next thing you know, you look up, you've ripped through eight songs on the greatest hits, and you're feeling good. You're you know you're halfway to Yuma at that point, Ben. I see in the chat people are asking what kind of candy you're going to be giving out for Halloween. Yeah. You guys have your favorites. I mean, you know, I've got my favorites. I, I'm you know that for me, it's more defined about what I don't want. I do not want Nestle's Crunch. Uh, absolutely repugnant. <laughs> Anything with crisped rice in it, I don't want. So hundred grand crackle, crackle out, disgusting. I mean the the little tiny miniatures are they're tired. They're tired. Special dark. God, might as well just give me a like a, a beat. If you're going to give me a special dark, just than, give it's me a better carrot. than the Mister Goodbar. Mister Goodbar's hideous. Yeah, that whole package whole is package, such a give up. Yeah, it is. You're such a give up. If you have, it, it's in there. It's. Hershey's miniature. So it's the regular Hershey. Just one chocolate one little, slab. Yep. The special dark, the Mr. Good Bar, and the crackle. It's the, the bag. That's the force. It's like the rapist's bag. Like, it's <laughs> disgusting. You're, if you bought that bag, take it back. Put it under the bed. Save it for a rainy day. It is repugnant. I'd rather have the, even the littlest, the tiniest of the Reese's. Like yeah. The, the tiny the little, little tiny cup. I mean, yes. that's the worst of the Reese's possible. Oh. You know, of all the Reese's, that's the worst one. It's still better than the little tiny bar. Dave just got me in the chat, dude. Whoppers. Absolutely repugnant. Oh, yeah. In a pinch of like, if I don't get something sweet, I'm going to have to eat a spoonful of sugar. And there's Whoppers there. I'll eat them. I have to wash them down with water. They're disgusting. I love all – you guys don't like coconut, right? I love Mounds and Almond Joy. Yeah, no, can't stand it. I'll be uh, pilfering those from the uh, the kids. Deal. Whoppers may be the worst. That could that could potentially be the worst. How do you of, feel about Raisinets? Disgusting. Yeah. I love raisins, but yeah. I don't like – Chocolate-covered raisins. Wesley in the chat says he loves Whoppers. Wesley, you have to go. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to, we're going to have to boot you for 24 <laughs> hours and come back tomorrow. I, uh, I was a big fan of – I didn't like a ton of chocolate – I would handle. I was okay with Reese's, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I like the Kit Kat, like just the two wafers, the small package. But Delicious. Every once in a while, you'd get somebody that would hand out like there were still the mini bags, but you'd get Skits or yeah, Mike mini- and Ike. Sure. Like, I love the fruity, chewy, gummy. If you know, hand out gummy bears or something. Gummy Done. bears would be a miracle. We on have Halloween. some real deviants in our chat. Deviants. Starburst. Starburst. Elite. Starbursts are good, but they're hard to eat. I mean, it's hard. they're you so hard them. and chewing you. I mean, you might spend a minute or two on each little wrapper yeah. because they're so tight and sticky. And <laughs> save that. Um, <laughs> yeah, some many are against Whoppers. Many like Whoppers. I don't like lemon heads. I don't like blow pops. I don't like anything that is going to wreck my teeth. Give me a Twix bar. Give me a Snickers. Give me. Uh, Reese's pieces or Reese's pieces the the best love Reese's pieces Charleston shoes are disgusting 
Absolutely disgusting. I like those little Smarties rolls. A little powdery. Straight sugar. Yeah, I know. But I like them. Yeah, I I can get with them. Butterfinger's legit. You like Butterfinger? I do like Butterfinger. I prefer the smaller squares instead of the bigger. Big bar. Yeah, Big bar gets stuck in your teeth a lot. But Now, yeah. our beloved Bobby Cressy, uh, who is the also known as the uh, Padres organist, he's our, our dear friend. He comes in and plays uh, piano for us every year at the Christmas and holiday extravaganza, which, by the way, is in the planning phases right now. Be very afraid, Ben. Uh, he <laughs> is doing full bars at his home. I'll give you the address. Uh, he's doing full bars at his home of... Score and Heath, Heath. And he's got uh, Reese's, you know, cups. Like the yeah. Reese's cups. I love Score and Heath. They're, they're t- both good. They're tough to eat for me now. Like the toffee, the gris- gristly, like, toffee. is a great flavor, though. But it is a great flavor. <laughs> really, really great flavor. Uh, there's a, a house in our neighborhood that does, they have a big cotton candy machine, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. And really what you want to give your kids at about 7 o'clock at night. Straight sugar. Straight up. Just <laughs> inhaling sugar. Uh, I could do candy talk all day. I'm sure we'll bring it back. How do you yeah. do? How do you guys handle it as parents uh, when the kids come home with a giant bag of candy? Do you keep the bag? Yeah, we keep you the just bag. Give them a couple. Hannah and I graze off of it, um, and then we give uh, you know put a piece in your lunch the next day. And my kids are actually surprisingly really good with it. They're really they don't get freaked out. They each have their own stash and. You know, it's fun to like count them at the end of the night, but they're like Bo will say, "I'm not, that's good. I've had too much sugar," and I'm like, "Oh my god, look it's, at you!" It's been a number of years since my kids have actually gone trick or treating, but we were always pretty like permissive when it came to the candy. Like we'd have like candy dishes around the house, and oh, really? it became so common. They that, didn't treat it as a big they deal. They didn't treat it as a big deal. That's anymore. what I've done with yeah. swearing in my house. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly <laughs> what I've done. I do not treat it like a big deal, and they don't really abuse it. So it's kind of worked. Same, uh, same idea. All right, we got to get into the World Series last night. Did the Arizona Diamondbacks? Well, they did. They got, they got the short end of the stick from the home plate umpire. I haven't seen the umpire scorecard yet, but uh, there was a couple of calls. That... There was a couple of calls, but the the one that everyone's talking about, I don't think everybody watched the entire AB. And if you watch the entire AB. It all evened out. But it was a big call. I'll give you that. We'll get to a pivotal Game 3. The Rangers unstoppable on the road. Uh, Game 4 is tonight, so uh, no rest for the weary. And the Rangers possibly dealing with some big injuries. Uh, We'll try to update that as the show goes along as well with Adelise Garcia, Max Scherzer. It's all coming up with Ben and Woods. Don't go away. San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Benny, if you want to bet baseball, you are listening to the wrong show. I don't. My pick of Rangers in five is still alive. <laughs> yep, my pick of Diamondbacks in five is dead. Dead. But it would require the Texas Rangers to go eleven and zero on the road in the playoffs to get that done. They are nine and zero now on the road this postseason. It's unreal. They've won every single game away from Arlington, Texas, which is. Absolutely nuts, you know. I mean, it's one thing. It's baseball. It's not football. You can win road games. But in a playoff environment, you know, going into the hostile territory with the fans, sellout crowds all into it. No problem. You don't expect to win every single game on the road in the postseason. Zambochi magic, Benjamin. Somehow it paid off again. It looked like the Diamondbacks. Well, we'll get into it here after a check of traffic. Looked like the Diamondbacks were going to take an early lead. They didn't, and the Texas Rangers managed to uh, hold down the magical Diamondbacks for a night. I uh, kept them to just the one run. We'll get into all of that. Game three of the World Series right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Tiger Woods, Cocaine Bear, Matt Pacafee here with yes. you on Halloween morning. I like that it's Matt Pacafee. <laughs> talking about uh, game three of the World Series last night. So the the Christian Walker second inning Running through the stop sign at third base. He's on second. Tommy Pham singles. White hot Tommy Pham, yeah, dude. Oh gets my another God. hit and uh locked in. Locked in. And he gets so this was this was a pretty critical play in the game last night. Christian Walker is, I don't know, about four stride, four or five strides from third base. Looks up, gets his third base coach, sees the windmill. The you are going, even though didn't get a great jump got a off bad of jump, second. Yeah, got a bad jump off of second base. But he sees the windmill like go, go, go. Sticks his head down and makes that turn like, okay, I better go hard. Doesn't look up again as the third base coach makes the old switcheroo to stop, stop, stop. You know, don't test Adelise Garcia's arm, which is one of the best in baseball. I just saw it again, and you're right. I mean, the head was down and he was chugging it. But okay. Third base coach be damned. 
Christian Walker is a veteran. He knows the arm that's in right field, one of the best in the game, in Adelise Garcia. He also really is the only one that knows. He got a crap jump. He went back to the bag, had to restart his momentum. There's nobody out. And now you'll have first and third, and second and third, actually, because uh, Tommy Pham advanced. You'll have second and third, nobody out. It's a, it's a play where I, I feel like it's it's kind of in front. It's just off to your left. You can see. You know who's the 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 gun out there. I think you got to. I think you have to take that upon yourself. Uh, you to know, know. And, and John Smoltz. He, he said that that's on the runner. You got to look. You got to look again. That's all. You've got to find your third base coach. I I think the the third base coach. His name is Tony Perez Chica. I don't know why he was so strongly telling him to go. At the very least, Excitement, dude. at the World very series. least, when, when you know it's Garcia, I think the first instinct is probably hold. hold. So if you're waiting and you're not giving any signal, give him a chance to like find you and get to the last second before you make that call. But give that full windmill. Like He was enthusiastically windmilling. I don't really blame Christian Walker for going... I didn't get a great jump, so I better go hard. And then he went hard. He went he did. head, head down, down yep. hit the bag, and then Perez Chica puts up the stop sign. Well, it's too late. He's already, you know, trucking down the down the, the home plate third baseline yep. to, to get home, and he gets thrown out by a mile. Great throw by Garcia. He's got a fantastic arm. And instead of one nothing, instead of zero zero runners at first and third with one out, I think. Chance to bring in no, nobody out. Nobody out. Nobody so out. a couple of chances to bring in that run with an out. You've run yourself out of a potentially bigger inning there. You don't score. Then the Rangers come and get their three runs off Brandon Fott in the top of the third. Uh, all with two outs. Marcus Simeon with the RBA single and then I don't know ambush. That any, I don't know that anybody needed it more than Marcus Simeon. Holy smokes, man. That guy was due. Huge, huge knock. He's got to be feeling better. But yeah, then then you know the great Corey Seager strides to the plate, does it again. It's unbelievable. Ambush is the first pitch. He was clearly thinking, "I'm going to see. He might throw me a change up here." He knows I like fastballs. I always attack first pitch fastballs. You could tell Corey Seager was like, "Let's wait for the change up, and if I get it, I'm going after it." Just wait one more tick, and he did, <laughs> and he absolutely annihilated yeah, the ball, like, it. 115 miles an hour or something, hardest home run. Like in World Series Statcast era, uh, so that was that was pretty much the game right there. Uh, even though Max Scherzer had to leave with back spasms, and they had to go to John Gray, who was he's the hero, their last presumptive night. game four starter. He comes in with you know the cold warm up. You just got to go get ready. Uh, goes three shutout innings and uh, keeps the Diamondbacks off the board. They did get that run late in the eighth inning, but were unable to uh, complete the rally. Aroldis Chapman. You could say he got out of the jam. I mean, he induced a absolute missile that Corey Seager turned into a double play. That, I couldn't believe that they was, turned two on that. I still. think they said that was the hardest double play ball of the season, maybe the postseason. Yeah. Uh, but they said, I mean, I it, was, it was the fourth hardest double play of the season and the hardest of the postseason. It was murdered. Hit right on the screws. Corey Seager, again, with one of the best plays you'll see, uh, turns it. Simeon, great throw over to first. They get, who hit it? Uh, was it Marte that hit that? Yeah, yeah, yeah Marte. Yeah, Marte hit that seed. Uh, John Gray, though, I mean, you want to talk about, and Corey Seager even said it in the, the post game. He was the hero tonight. He threw 25 strikes on 30 pitches, retired nine of the 10 batters he faced to calm down. You know, when you lose a, a starter of Max, Max looked good. Max looked like he was finally locked in. Um, that, that can be a huge blow for a team. So 
the ability to come in and do that. Now, but you you managed for last night, and you got the dub. So now you got to figure out today, Andrew Haney's going to be on the bump. John Gray is not going to be available, I would imagine, uh, at all. So now you got to figure it out today. Diamondbacks are probably feeling a little bit better now that Adelis Garcia went out uh, late in the game with a, a tweaked oblique. He left in street clothes. Yeah, he left before like the media sessions in street clothes to get a further evaluation. That's tough, man. On the side, the tight side, oblique strain, whatever it's going to be diagnosed as. That lineup looks a little different hard, without him. Hard to necessarily imagine him being available. I mean, if this was a regular season, even if he's not going on the injured list, Probably getting two or three days off. Now you don't you don't really have that luxury here. You've got game four tonight, game five tomorrow night, and then possibly two more games this weekend in Texas. But you you got to get them back in the lineup as soon as possible. Can you force it tonight? Can you do some magic in the training room to try to get them out there? Yeah, it's called tortle. I'm sure the Rangers will try. This will be more like a foot. Exactly. This will be more like an NFL game. Yep. And. You know, the long-term consequences, like... Out the window. doesn't matter. You just... We need to get you ready for four more, hopefully. And then you got the rest of the offseason to rest and relax and, and hopefully get back for spring training. But they'll do everything they can to get that bat back in the lineup tonight. Yeah, I mean, and don't be surprised if he does get up there and swing it. Um, the threat of Adelis Garcia is still a threat. And if they can get it to where he can swing, doesn't need to play the field. You can put Jankowski out there. You know, that means Jankowski has to bat, but... If you can get get Garcia in the lineup as a DH, uh, you're going to have to do it. It, it, That lineup is completely different uh, without him in it. So they got a lot on their plate, but uh, it makes tonight certainly even more interesting. Who's going for the uh, D-backs tonight? Mantiply. It's another bullpen bullpen day for the D-backs. So it's not like they have a huge advantage. That's true. On the pitching matchup here in Game 4. Jeez, man. But the Rangers' bullpen has definitely been taxed more in this series with the extra innings. And now with Max Scherzer's short outing yesterday. And and he said it was more of a spasm. He, he may be able to come back later in the series. It's not like an injury. It was just... Uh, you know he's getting old. He's getting old. Yeah, dude, he's, he's getting old. old. Like that the rest happens. of us, you start getting back problems, and uh, it just popped up at a really bad time for him to come out of that game and know, hey, I can try to keep throwing, but I don't think it'll go well. That's a tough thing to do for a competitive athlete, and and you like Max Scherzer or don't? I'm not a huge fan, but Same. he is a competitor, and that had to be one of the toughest things he ever did. Is say, I don't think I can keep going because. You know, shutout ball in the World Series. Last thing you want to do is come out of that game. No, no, you're pitching well. I did see. Did you guys see that? Uh, num- the game number one was the lowest rated World Series game of all time. Did you see? that? I did. Yeah, yeah. it's the lowest viewed. Yeah, lowest Few- viewed. fewest viewers ever for a World Series game one. Was it all any World Series game or just game one? Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was but, just game yeah, one. Yeah, it was like over 9 million people watched. The yeah, game. yeah, yeah. But sure. it beat. Uh, it was the pandemic World Series game one had been the lowest. And now this God. one is even lower. It shows, just to show you, I know nothing. I would have thought the pandemic World Series game one would have been the most. Well, we had nothing else. There was to, nothing else to, watch, to do. Yeah. yeah, just goes to show you how fraudulent uh, that whole season was. I Crazy. have not seen the umpire scorecard from the game yesterday. Alfonso Marquez had some critically missed calls. Now everyone's talking about the ninth inning leadoff batter in the ninth inning three one pitch that was clearly Moreno. outside Moreno. Yeah, but now, he, but but yes, but but you're right. But. You're right. He got robbed of strike one. He threw a perfect, like a, a deuce or a slider that was just right down the middle, hit the zone, called a ball to to make it 2-0. and oh. And LeClerc battled back. And then, yeah, man, I'll, I'll give it to you. The 3-2 pitch was two balls off the plate. It was terrible. It, you can't 
if you're going to do a makeup call, I don't know. Do that, I don't know that you can do it there, honestly. And so again, all four versus a ground out to short or yeah, whatever. Ground out to third. Yeah, it's just um, they kept showing. A lot of people kept sending out the um, the highlight of Jason Dominguez when he was in the minor leagues. Uh, up at a, up at the plate in a big situation, Yankee center fielder. When he was in the minors, ball down in the zone, called a strike. He taps his helmet, reviewed, overturned. This is, I think, where we're going to go. I would love that. You can't do it every time. There's a certain number that they get, but just a quick tap of the helmet. Hey, man, that was off. That was and and it, it like a will, tennis challenge. System. Yeah, just a pop. Pop your hat. Pop your hat, and they'll take two seconds. Look at it. You know what? That was a ball. Take your base. You know. It is. Uh, it's it's such a no brainer at this point to to do that. I don't think you're going to be missing anything. I don't think you know. I you still have the human element. They're going to call most balls and strikes. They're not going to be able to challenge everything. You're going to have to pick your spots. I just don't see why you wouldn't. Now, here's the other thing: Can a pitcher challenge one? I would think so. So if he yeah. throws so that slider yeah. that he threw in the zone that was called a ball, can he tap his head? I would pitcher think so. Yeah, can challenge and the, the catcher can challenge and the hitter. the hitter can challenge, and I imagine both managers will be able to challenge. I think it's just at the plate. There, there was a I couple think. of other calls in that oh, game. Oh yeah, he was not um, good. Nathaniel Lowe, who doubled in the third inning to start the rally, that ended up being the two out runs that they all scored. He got one that was right at the knees, called a ball that extended the at bat, would have struck out. Instead, he doubled, and they, and they end up scoring three runs in that inning that's instead unreal, of man. zero runs. So that's a that, you know, that's a huge difference in the game. So the umpiring was part of the story last night. You can never blame umpires, you know, for one team winning and one team losing, but it was clearly probably some of the worst we have seen behind home plate in the postseason, and, and it was in a critically close game. And if I'm not mistaken, I mean, in game one they had, you were out, they had the 75th out of 92 uh, ranked umpire. Yeah, Marquez is below below average. Below average. Too. They had him, uh, who the hell was doing? it? What are we 75 doing? out of 92 then. was He had the dish in game one of the World Series. Where's Pat Holberg? I, haven't, have, I don't even think I've heard his name. And he's the best umpire. You know why? Because you never hear his name. The guy had a perfect World Series last that year. That DJ Rayburn, Quinn Walcott, and Alfonso Marquez don't so know, far behind the plate. Don't know much about Quinn, but I know Marquez is ranked low, and I know that um, the first guy, D, uh, DJ Rayburn, DJ Rayburn is, is 75th out of 92. That's that's frustrating. That changes so much about the game. Um, but again, hey, listen, they missed plenty of, of balls in the zone as well that they could have hammered, and they didn't. So it always kind of works out. I did think that at bat in the ninth was suspect, but it kind of it kind of worked out. He missed one, made it up. Just a bad time to make it up. Uh, as for the challenge system, I mean, we'll probably talk about it more as they discuss it in the offseason if they are going to implement implement that like they do in the minor leagues. It'll come with some challenges to begin with. Not No pun intended. Pun intended. No man. pun intended. Because when you have a limited number of challenges, you're going to have to train your players to like strategically understand when they need to use those. Because it can't, it won't just be coming from the dugout every single time. You know, it's the catcher's got to make a, a split decision. Like I know that one was a strike. I've got to challenge that. But you can't just be doing every single pitch, every every you know one zero pitch in the second inning. If you've got a limited number of those. You got to wait. You got to think like a, a coach, a manager, and judiciously use those when you feel like they impact the game the most. Yeah, because they're not going to, because every time, like just 
let's just use the Padres. Every time Hassan Kim gets thrown out on the base paths, he immediately puts his hand to his ears right. to challenge. Well, in that point, Christensen goes over, grabs the phone, then gives Bob Melvin the he's out, and Bob Melvin <laughs> waves it away. But you can't. You're not going to have all of that time because baseball players always think they're they right. Always think they're they right. always think the ball is a strike. I mean, Juan Soto. It worries me that if he could, he could challenge like 72 pitches a game, it seems like. Well, he's well, always well, thinking that a ball is a strike. And he's often right. Bro, too, but- he, had the best, he had the best ratio in Major League Baseball of spitting on. Like, he had the best ratio of knowing um, when the, the called strike was actually a ball. Like, nobody was better at it. It's truly the old Mr. Soto will tell you when it's a strike. That's how that works for him. But he can't challenge all of those Correct. all day long because you've got to save you'll have to save some when you have a limited number. Which is great. Which is great. I mean it, it's game, you know, dependent on the situation. You could have your first base coach or your third base coach. He gives you the sign and you give it, you know, you tell the umpire. But they gotta they gotta do something, man. You don't want you don't want umpires really having this big of an effect on the game. All I mean, right, he we'll, was bad. We'll come back. Speaking of changes to the game, you sent this to me yesterday. Rob Manfred with some comments about oh, reemphasizing oh, starting pitching boy. in baseball. Here we go. Tinkering with baseball again. Ben and Woods coming up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.